Uh, so the fight against COVID continues. Just when we thought that maybe we were getting closer to an end. Maybe yesterday was a case of an abundance of caution. Maybe they were just looking at what's happening across the Tasman where hospitalizations doubled over the second half of March as the second wave came through. So they thought maybe let's not go there. Or, or maybe that second wave is just the first wave given a chance to build up again as Victoria and New South Wales over-loosened. Or maybe that's something we shouldn't do. Or maybe there's another variant waiting just around the corner for us. Who knows? But the fight continues and we're still in red. I receive emails daily from people railing against the blindness of our commentators about the arrival of new variants from around the world. They chastise me for daring to hope that the acute stage of this pandemic is coming to an end. Haven't you seen that new variant that's arisen in Zimbabwe? It's coming towards us, I tell you, Dickens. Don't talk about loosening everything up. But I am not going to let the prospect of a something that may or may not happen in the future get in the way of my thinking. Because if the unthinkable happens and another deadly variant merges, I'm confident we will adapt and adapt well. Because frankly, that's exactly what we've done over the past two years. So today, I believe we are coming to the end of a process. And I believe in a day beyond the virus. And to that end, it's important to keep an eye on the day-to-day -day business of running New Zealand. And so it was last night, speaking with Finance Minister Grant Robertson, and we were discussing Kiwi Bank's negative view of the economy and our prospects. They're worried about inflation, very, very low consumer confidence, and the opening of our borders, which will make our labour shortages worse rather than better because all our skilled labour will flow out of the country for healthy pay packets elsewhere on the planet. We need new guys to flow in to take their place. So the minister... Grant Robertson was not quite so bearish. He talked about our resilience and that our borders will be open for highly skilled workers to flow in sooner rather than later. So I asked him about that immigration reset we heard about. And I asked him, how many highly skilled workers will you allow in to replace the workers we have lost and to bolster up our workforces? And he said the number he's always said, 25,000 a year. 25,000 a year. It seems a paltry number when you consider all the people we need, all the health professionals and the construction experts and the horticultural workers we need, especially when you look to pre-COVID under a Labour government when we had a net inflow of 70,000 a year and right the way through the national government, 70,000 a year, 25,000 is nothing. Cast your mind back to the election before last when both Labour and New Zealand first campaigned on reducing immigration which was seen as a key driver in house prices. Well, look, what happened to house prices over the last two years without immigration? That's put paid to that notion. We have become aware of just how much we need imported labour. So it appears, though, with this government, that reducing immigration is a manifesto promise that they campaigned on, and so it's here to say, and it's coming, 25,000 a year. Can anyone tell me why they want to shoot us in the foot like that.